Well, hello, everyone, and hello to Jean. Hey, Becky. Hey. We are going to wrap up our final invitation to faithfulness today. Um, it's been a, a really good series, and I, I never grow tired of being invited into God's faithfulness. And just a reminder to all of us that Again, we are loved and led by a faithful God, and that is what empowers us and equips us to be faithful and loving and leading our kids. And with that, I want to introduce our topic today, which is parenting adult children, which is my life season. <laughs> and... <laughs> It's been a bit of a learning curve, so I'm actually really interested to explore this a, a little bit more with Jean. You're a little bit further down the, the path on this than me, um, but that whole idea of, of yet parenting when I feel like maybe society says like adult happens at maybe 18 or 21 and then realizing um, oh, I'm still a parent um, to this young adult. And what does that mean? Which is actually, let's start there, Jean. What do we mean when we say we still continue to parent adult children? Such a good question. Because I think that probably all of us were, when our children were elementary age and teenagers were kind of looking forward to that magic 18 year old number where we're no longer parenting but my youngest now is 36 and so I am definitely still parenting and it came as quite a surprise so what I think we mean by parenting adult children is this is the longest stage of parenthood <laughs> You know, mm -hmm. infancy goes quickly and then toddler and then elementary and preteen and teen. All of that goes mm -hmm. quickly. And then for the rest of your child's life, you are still parenting an adult child because that that parent-child relationship, though it changes in intensity, we will always still have that role in our children's lives. We will always be the parent figures. Yes. And I think that's what I'm, you just spelled out kind of how I had felt for some reason, when you have young children or teenagers, it's like, you're not going to be their friend. So I knew that I was like, you're, I'm the parent. I'm not the friend, but I think subconsciously I felt like, Oh, someday I'll get to be their friend. And, and we do share friendship. Yeah, that is true sure. in, in some ways. Yeah. In some ways, obviously, you do share even adult conversation is wonderful. Um, and you can engage in that. And yet I've realized, oh, I still love differently. Like I pray harder. I, I'll always pick up that phone right away. It, because I'm the parent of this person and, and that role doesn't change. 
Exactly. You're always going to have that special bond that no one else will have or be able to take that place. I mean, I've watched my adult children form really good relationships, friendships with older adults that they literally are just friends with. But mm-hmm. it's a different relationship than I have with them because I will always be their mom for better or for worse. I mean, there's just mm-hmm. some baggage that comes with that. Um, as a pastor in a church, I have had to kind of step into a parenting role with some of the young adults at our church as well, who maybe didn't receive everything they needed from their parents. Even with that, how they view their parents, whether it was a good or bad childhood, whether it was dysfunctional or wonderfully loving, it affects us like forever. Mm -hmm. And so this really is a tricky stage to navigate, I think. Mm -hmm. One of the first times I was ever um, brought face to face with this idea, my husband and I were visiting with an older couple he had, my husband had been a, an exchange student in New Zealand when he was a teenager. And we went and visited one of the families he stayed with, which was very fun. Mm. But they were in their late 80s and they were telling us that they were having trouble with their daughter. And I instantly hmm. went to like me and my daughter. And then they said, well, yeah, even though she's 65 years old, <laughs> right. they were still being parents and still having trouble with their daughter, who is way older than I was Mm. at that time, it made me realize it really doesn't end. Right. And that's not a bad thing. It's just the reality of it. Sure. Sure. So let's start with like, what's the same in parenting? And then what is different parenting children once they become adults? That is a very good question, because there really are a couple things that are the same. And one is one of my pet topics. It's expectations, having appropriate expectations for your adult child, just like we have to have appropriate expectations for them at every stage mm-hmm. of their life. So what, like you mentioned, you kind of expected that you would just get to be friends and kind of drop Mm -hmm. the parent thing. That was your expectation. Mm -hmm. And that was not really how it ended up being or is ending up being. Mm -hmm. So figure out what your expectations are. Even, you know, when your children are little, we expect them to just do what we say, Mm -hmm. not necessarily as, Um, authoritarian, but as kind of the boss in the family, parents expect that. Mm -hmm. Now, do you still have that same expectation for your children when they're maybe 20? Mm -hmm. Do you expect them to do what you say? (laughs) Sure. Or, yes, or like, you certainly hope. (laughs) I think I had an expectation that she would have those same values I did. Like, that's how you were raised. Like, surely you're going to have these values. And I think I see them, but I think those are tested and explored because there has to come a transition where they actually become her values. 
Yes. And I, can... I think that's what I'm seeing in these early adult years. Because teenage years, they're still, they're testing you, but they're still under your umbrella to some extent. It's really when they get outside the home that they have that opportunity to decide what values are theirs. Right. And some of them, they, I mean, are you expecting them to take on all of mm -hmm. your values mm -hmm. or are some of them, especially if your son or daughter gets married, they have to integrate a whole other set of values of their significant other into their new family life. And right. so I have to run into that a lot. And I know I hear so many parents of adult children saying the phrase, you weren't raised like that. And mm -hmm. I, oh, I so much want to say that is so not the point. We mm -hmm. had our turn. We got to do as much as we could possibly do. And mm -hmm. now it's time to recognize and respect differences. For example, mm -hmm. we can't expect them to be exactly the way we were or for their values to end up looking like ours did, even if they're similar values. Right. Right. They're going to look different with a different personality and with a different family makeup. Yep. So yep. that's it's so important in every stage of parenting, but to figure out your expectations. Mm -hmm. And another thing that is similar, no matter what age, is to be consistent, to have okay. those boundaries in place. It's still important to do that. Your, your young adults have to know that life with mom or dad is still going to be safe and comfortable mm. and that there's unconditional love. And, you know, it's just an important mm. thing for them to know, no matter what happens in my life, my parents are for me and I can still go to them. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe even I mean, dare I say, I mean, as much, if not more, because they're out. Now, I'm assuming in this conversation, they're not living in your home, um, which is not in the case always. But sure. like, if you think about it in that way, um, I think you all the more are that refuge. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Once they come back into your home, it's an opportunity um, you know, they've been at school and studying and, and, or working longer hours and trying to figure life out that it can be a space like cooking a really good meal is a, just a huge gift at this age, because I know how they eat the whole rest of the week or whatever, <laughs> like nourishing right. the body, the spirit, the mind, and knowing sometimes they just, they do need to just come and lay on the couch and not have an expectation that they're ready to do something with me even, but this is right. a safe space. Well, and it's so important to, for us to really know our roles and again, just like in every stage of childhood, the parental, um, how we interact with our kids needs to be different as they grow. And that's true as adults, too. We have this new phrase of emerging adults, that 18-year-olds mm -hmm. or 20-year-olds need something different from their parents than maybe 25-year-olds or 30-year-olds, that 
as adults go through stages, uh, we need to parent them different. But one of the things I think that is common for all ages of, of adult children is we have to remember that we don't get to be the CEO of their life anymore, mm. <laughs> that we just get to be a consultant. Mm. But even with that, we have to remember that we need to be a safe place. Our kids are not always going to be asking us for help. Sometimes mm -hmm. they just want a sounding board mm -hmm. with your um, visual image of, you know, cooking your child a great meal and letting them lay on the couch. Mm -hmm. They don't need us to start solving problems that they don't think they have. <laughs> mm -hmm. We just mm -hmm. need to be that safe place for them. So what I hear in that is, is also allowing them to bring up the topics that they want to talk about or how they want to talk about it, letting them take the lead and we come alongside. Right. And that is so, so exactly mm -hmm. how God treats us. We might see something in um, our life, God fixes it. And he goes, well, I will, but I'm actually working on this other thing first, this mm -hmm. other area in your life. Mm -hmm. And he does that. Or mm -hmm. we see it in other people's lives as well. God, you really should mm -hmm. change that person. And he's like, well, I'm, I'm doing my thing. We can let our kids take the lead at that stage. We don't mm -hmm. know why their job is causing them so much stress or what their friend group is, um, how their friend group is disappointing them. Those are real hard things for people. Everyone has to go through those. And we need to listen for the right time for our kids to bring up whatever it is that's bothering them. So listening is an important but, skill. Oh, it's such an important skill, especially we need to listen without being critical. Have you ever had people listen to you, but what you know they're doing is formulating their argument mm -hmm. in how you're wrong. Mm -hmm. When we're working with our adult children, we have to be very careful and sure not to be using the kind of sentence structure or the kinds of statements that we did when they were still living in our house um, as teenagers or as children. I've heard, and I'm trying to think of this example, but I heard um, a father relating the story about his son talking about a business venture he wanted to start. And the father listened for a little bit and then just said, well, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And I thought, oh, that poor young adult mm -hmm. to have their dream crushed just like that, though the, the dad probably had his reasons. He had some experience. He had some wisdom that he could have helped his son figure that out. So I want to be, give a real practical suggestion. When we're talking with adult children <laughs> and in our years of living and just the, the experience and wisdom we might have gained that our kids might not have, a real good, gentle way to kind of test the water to see if they're open to another idea is mm -hmm. to use the phrase, would it be okay if I suggest something? Mm. 
get mm-hmm. get your child's permission to speak into their life and mm-hmm. answer a question they might not be asking. Mm-hmm. When I wow. have remembered to do that, it's opened up a good conversation. But I've had to be ready sometimes for them to say, no, I really don't want to hear it. Can you just leave me alone? And <laughs> yep. I had to respect that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yep. And it is, it's like at first and depending on the situation, but it's like holding back wild horses inside of you (laughs) for me, because you are just like full parent mode. And it really, I don't think we can emphasize enough that like you're really changing gears. Um, And I so appreciate you even saying, would it be okay First, you're asking permission, but then you're mm-hmm. even saying a suggestion. So not only you're asking permission, but you're also just saying it will be a suggestion. I'm still giving you um, the independence to make your choice, your autonomy, because I know you are an adult then to either take it or leave it. Because that's the other thing. They could say yes, Jean, and then be like, no, I don't like So you still have to be ready. Right. And we have to be okay Mm -hmm. with that, Mm -hmm. to be supportive and remember that we we got to live our life. We got to make our mistakes. We had our share of not listening to our parents' good ideas. (laughs) Right. 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 Some things can be learned from advice, but most things have to be learned through experience. Sure. Okay, so I feel like you've talked a little bit. We've taken it from the the those that want to be maybe more controlling. That's one aspect that that we could ha- look at it. I want us to take the other angle. What about the the parents that maybe loosen up too much and they just say, "Well, they're going to live their life. They're going to do it." Like, how do you still maintain what's a healthy connection rather than just like completely cutting off? Right. Especially in a situation if the young adult is not taking any advice and just going mm-hmm. headlong into what a parent might know is almost certain failure, mm-hmm. how to still be involved. And I, and I think in the crisis, when that happens, is again dealing with your expectations. How am I? Talk to yourself beforehand. How am I going to react when this goes badly? Or mm. to be fair, if mm-hmm. this goes badly, but sometimes we just know things. Right. Um, and I think the important thing to keep in mind is the person is always more important than the circumstances. Mm. And so to be ready to help your child, you know, to do a, I am so sorry, I can't believe you had to go through that. That must have been hard, those kinds of comments. But in the instances where the parents just decide, it's not a crisis situation, but the parent just decides they're 18, hands off, off you go, and have a good life. Mm-hmm. That could be very hurtful as well. I mean, even though they're adult in age, they might not have gone through all the stuff too. And that could be very hurtful and they could feel very abandoned. So I think it's important 
to try to still do things together. Find some common mm. ground. Maybe your mm -hmm. child, you don't like sports at all, but your child does. And maybe you make a point of watching a, a sporting event with them. Or if your son or daughter really likes to do home improvement, maybe you can do a project with them like mm -hmm. that. Respecting their differences, recognizing their skills and abilities, and just trying to find those non-confrontational areas where you can still keep that connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. One of the things I want to be sure that we have time, so I'm going to jump in, even though it's not quite the line of question where we were, but I don't want to sure. miss out on this. One of the most important things parents can do is to make room for their child's significant other. Mm. I just hear so much. I, I don't even know what it stems from, but parents who, you know, all the jokes about daughters-in-law and mothers-in-law, how they're just not going to get along. That doesn't have to be true. If a parent can make room for their child's um, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever the situation is, they're going to go far in cementing their relationship with their child. Mm -hmm. Too often, if, you, if a parent is going to be combative about their choice of life partner, you're really risking uh, maybe losing the opportunity to have a relationship with your child as well. Mm -hmm. When it comes right down to it, they're going to make that choice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we need to be sure that we're not putting undue um, pressure on our kids. Right, right. And I, I think it absolutely speaks to significant other, but it also speaks to all their friends. Oh, yes. Good point. Yeah. Yep. Yep. What are some tips? I mean, help me. Help us. <laughs> I mean, I think this is a point. What do we keep in, um, what are helpful ways then of keeping connection? My, my mom is so good at this. She is amazing. I know her well enough. We're actually at the place. She's still my mom. But to our point, she's probably my best friend at this point also. So for all of you parents out there mm -hmm. <laughs> with mm -hmm. adult children, you will, as time goes on, you will get to have that just plain friends. But she still has that mom position. So it's both and there. But mm -hmm. she's so good at this. I just know her well enough to know which of her daughters-in-law or sons-in-law are ones that she truly holds close to her heart and which are the ones that are a little bit harder for her to um, spend a great amount of time with, but mm -hmm. they, but they don't know it. Mm. He just treats everyone the same. And I think it's mostly because she's praying for all of us all the time. Mm -hmm. And she always expects the best and looks for the best and wants the best. And so even for those, um, extra grace required in-laws of mm -hmm. her. She's able to look at them through the lens mm -hmm. of this person is important to my child. So they're important to me. Mm -hmm. 
it's yeah. such an important, healthy um, view to have rather than, well, you, you chose badly and this is what you get and kind of, um, right. I don't, it, it's almost like punishing rather than supporting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's almost the, if there is things that need brought up, the only way there would even be hope that that could be brought up is that there's a safe space of love there. Um, right. I, you know what I mean? I feel like if they know they're safe, it gives them even the safety to look at things, um, like you said, without feeling like they're defending someone mm -hmm. all the time. They're not even able to see it then um, mm -hmm. if they're in that defensive position. So. You know, as we're coming up to the holiday season, I think it actually might be the hardest time to parent adult children, especially if your child is married and they have their own family um, or if they've moved far away, even if they're not married and they have kind of their own life and what they're doing. The holidays has so much baggage and expectations that parents put on their kids, no matter what age they are. Oh, yeah. And so I really want to touch on how important it is to have some differentiation. When you have adult children, they get to live their life. My heart just goes out so much to these young families who have grandparents who are demanding that they spend equal time so these poor families have to go to three different Thanksgiving dinners or they have to go to um, they never get to spend Christmas morning at their own house because the grandparents are demanding that they bring the grandchildren there. And I just want to say to all of you parents, the less demands that you can put on your adult children, the better your relationship with them is going to be. Mm -hmm. that they'll feel free to come to you because they want to rather than building up hurt and resentment for those expectations, whether they're spoken or unspoken. We have to allow our children to live their lives that God calls them to live. Yeah. We don't get to say that's not right. You weren't raised that way and you have to believe this. And I can't believe you're not coming home for Christmas and all those hurtful baggage things that we lay on our kids. It, it's just not fair. It's not how God teach, treats us back right. to loving and leading our, our children the way God loves and leads us just with gentleness, with generosity, with that open handedness. That's so important and so precious for our adult children as they're trying to find their way. Yeah. And I think what you speak into that, like, that is part of, we all face transitions and that happens all throughout those adult years. Um, certainly the, when they quote, leave the nest or get married, those are significant transition and holidays and such. But those change, like you said, once they have children or their children grow up. And, and so I think families face this over and over again. Right. And understanding as our kid that 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 means we do too. We face <laughs> those transitions as parents. Right. And and what is 
our invitation then in that holiday, if, if they choose, if something different works out than normally has been, um, is there a way we can look at this as an opportunity rather than simply being disappointed? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because God is so creative. He's got so mm-hmm. many ideas. He wants to be with us in mm-hmm. our disappointment. We don't have to stay there. We can look to see what great opportunity we can have. Sure. But sure. only if we're open to it. Yes. Yes. And that takes time and processing. If you need a close friend to do that with or your journal, <laughs> yeah. a cup of coffee. Um, but trying to get to... to um, asking the Lord about that. I agree a hundred percent. Um, he will care for us. He'll care for our kids and, and we can have good relationship even in, in changes once we open it and, and being okay. If it's uncomfortable the first year or two, even accepting that it takes time. Um, but I think we find those things. I love when you said, Remember, the person is more important than the circumstances. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that even fits in this. Yeah, all of parenting, no matter what stage it is, I'm happy you brought up that everything is, is transitional. There's always going to mm-hmm. be transitions. And so our conversation today was a little bit more on um, as our children become adults, But throughout their adult life, as you pointed out, they're going to be changing. And so we get to readjust often. But I think the the closing thing I want to leave everyone with is this idea of managing our expectations. If we can be aware of what we are expecting and have a conversation with God to find out if those are realistic or not. Mm -hmm it could avoid a lot of, a lot of hurt and a lot of misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Amen. And he is faithful. He is faithful to us and therefore we can be faithful um, in our relationships as well. So that's where we're going to close today and close this series. We look forward to connecting with everyone Um, once we get started again. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.